Hello there, you're listening to Linda Pinizzato here at the Hayes FM and we've got a lovely conversation going on today with Steve Mahoney. He is a candidate for the mayor election that's just around the corner. So think about it, audience, we have to choose the right mayor. There's no two ways about it. I mean, I've lived in Mississauga since 1976, and we've had a huge amount of development, a lot of changes. Um, but, you know, it's funny because so has our surrounding cities. So we want to make sure that we continue to have an identity. And, Steve, you know, we talked about this, didn't we? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, creating a whole new identity and uh, and understanding the importance of, uh, you know, respecting what's going on in the city of Mississauga and being a party of it. The the other aspect of this, by the way, is that uh, we're not a, I mean, we're a standalone city, but we're not alone in dealing with the issues. And I have many good friends in other municipalities around the greater Toronto-Hamilton area. In fact, they call it now the GTHA. I think it should be the GTHKWHA. So Kitchener-Waterloo, Guelph, all of that area. Oh, bringing it all in. Well, because a lot Mm -hmm. of folks live there and work here, and some folks live here and work there. Uh, the commute uh, going that way, you're going against the flow, so it's a little better. But, uh, you know, I went to school in Kitchener. I was a, a, went to a boarding school, St. Jerome's Boarding School, and I uh, have a lot of friends down in that, part of the, in that part of the world. It's just it's a bigger issue, I guess, is my point, that we need to work together with the mayors, with the councillors, with everybody. And the one thing that I think I have had some success at doing over my 35 years in public service and in business is being able to build a consensus, bring people together, mm-hmm. say, how can we work together to get this message across? You know, and, uh, the provincial government needs to understand that, well, Toronto's a, you know, Toronto's a great town. I love the city of Toronto. I'm, I'm, I carry the burden of being a Toronto Maple Leaf fan with me. I've tried to scrape the tattoo off and it won't come off. So I'm stuck with, with uh, supporting supporting the Leafs, and and I'm a Blue Jay fan and a Raptors fan and all that good stuff. But as I said before, this is not the province of Toronto. And while it's a great town, um, they've got their own problems. They've got an interesting race for mayor, um, and uh, they tend to dominate the airwaves, if Mm -hmm. you will, in the media. So we need to work with Vaughn, with my good friend Maurizio Bevilacqua, who's the mayor up there. Uh, we need to work with Markham. With the, the mayor in Markham is a good friend, a longtime friend and associate. We need to work with Oakville, with Rob Burton um, and his council, uh, with Gary Carr, who's chairman of the region in Halton, along with whoever's going to be the new chair in the region of Peel and the new chair in the region of York. And uh, Roger Anderson, I believe, uh, is likely to be uh, reelected as the chair in Durham. These people are all friends of mine, and I have good relationships with them, and I've worked with them for many years. So I think if we can get together and say to the province of Ontario, you actually have more political seats in the outlying areas outside of the city of Toronto. You have more people in terms of voters, and yet you don't seem to pay enough attention to us. So, I totally agree with that. And there is a LUMCO, a Large right. Urban Mayor's Caucus. Right. Now, uh, and I know that, uh, and we've talked about this because this was last week when you were at the Port Credit uh, breakfast. Right. There's a huge concern out there with respect to the uh, MLTT, which is the Municipal Land Transfer Tax. And right. I, I'm going to just tell the audience a little bit, but the MLTT would basically be right now there's two taxes in Toronto. If uh, anyone out there was going to purchase a home in Toronto, they would not only have to pay the provincial land transfer tax, they'd also have to pay the Toronto land transfer tax. 
So, for instance, instead of spending 7000 it could as much as double to 14000 or even more. Now there's a... Um, it's it's on the table right now at provincial level, but they're also looking for support from the different municipalities with respect to the MLTT, which would really hurt uh, cities like what you're talking about, Mississauga, Oakville, Vaughan, and, and so on, Markham, Georgetown, yeah. Guelph, Kitchener, and so on. I mean, you know, we're communities uh, where we spend a lot of monies either on daycare and on um, maybe refurbishments of your homes, you know, as well, just in in our economy in general. So having to spend that money out just strictly geared towards buyers, yeah, well, um, you know, it's going Linda, to hurt. Linda, buyers already pay a tax. It's, it's, called, it's called a development charge in Mississauga. And I'm not sure that they're aware of that, but they, they will be hit with a, with a development charge uh, that the developer has to pay. But guess what? They pass it on to the home buyer, and it goes on their mortgage, and it can be as high as $25,000. So that's already built into their purchase price. And if you take a mortgage and you take that development charge over the life of your mortgage, uh, when <laughs> you take the amortization period of, the, of your mortgage, it is a substantial amount of money. So we've needed those dollars to help build the city, to build the community centers and the transit facilities and, and the libraries and all of the great things we have in the city, and they have been used appropriately. I'm not disputing that. But the reality is that the home buyer already pays that kind of a tax. So to add on another tax in the form of a land transfer tax would be, frankly, irresponsible. It would hurt the home buyer, it would hurt the real estate industry, and it would hurt our overall economy in Mississauga. So they'll, they'll never get my support for that kind of thing. There are ways we can generate new revenue, and we need to look for those. We can do private uh, partnerships with the, with the private sector in various areas. I'm not talking about privatizing services. I believe that our transit should still be run by the city and and the uh, garbage pickup should still be run by the region. I'm not suggesting we go out and privatize our services, but finding ways to allow the private sector to to come into the city to and help us invest in transit, perhaps through a density bonusing in development, selling air rights over our transit stations to allow for higher density. If we want to build a better transit system, we frankly need more riders. And and uh, right now we collect 43 cents out of every dollar from the fare box. 57 cents comes from the property taxpayer. I want to turn that around to the, go in the other direction so that more of our revenue for transit comes from the fare box. And the only way we're going to do that is to have more riders. And the only way we're going to have more users of our transit is to create greater density along the major traffic routes in this city, east, west, north, south, and to allow the developers to come in and partner with us uh, with some density bonusing and things of that nature um, so that we can collect the money. Uh, it might take a few years uh, to collect it, but we can collect the money to pay for that kind of transit service. And that would be the ideal tool to do it, as opposed to going back into the taxpayers' pockets. I mean, the constituents are at the point right now where they really can't be taxed anymore with respect to land transfer taxes. And no, I agree. as you know, being a realtor, uh, it's right at the forefront. We actually had a deputation uh, with the Mississauga Real Estate Board uh, two years ago. I guess it was in November, not last year, year before. There's no doubt that that was a key issue for Mayor Hazel. I mean, she's in total support of an MLTT. Yeah. And although Toronto has proven that it was a mistake through the Ipsy's Reads reports and so on, 
that deputation that we had didn't seem to open her mind to the fact that it will not benefit the city, nor will it benefit any city for that matter. No, but the council so, voted against it. So, yes, they did. So and that was really great. It didn't that was happen. Excellent. And, uh, you know, to, to be fair uh, to Hazel, she's looking at ways of generating new revenue, and I understand that position. I just think it's the wrong tax at the wrong time, and we don't need to put another one on. As I said, the home buyers already pay a tax. It's called a, developer, a development charge that's collected through the developer, but ultimately it's paid by the home buyer. So, we can't be using the property tax to build new transit, and, and we have to find other ways of doing that. I was chair of WSIB for six years, the Workplace Safety Insurance Board, and during that time I was responsible for a $16 billion investment fund. We were always looking for good quality investment opportunities to invest some of these, of these monies. Some are pension money, others are the money to take care of injured workers, but it's a very large fund. Uh, when you add up uh, WSIB and you add in Teachers Pension Fund and OMERS, uh, the Municipal Pension Fund and HOOP, the Hospital Pension Fund, there's some $400 billion of cash that is available to invest in good AAA investments. Mm -hmm. The reason I talk about that is because if it's a good, safe investment, the return on that investment is quite low and the return would be what it costs. So rather than going out and issuing debentures at 4% interest rate or borrowing from a financial institution, why not make a deal to allow these pension funds to invest their money in a good AAA investment? And you won't, you won't get a much better investment than the city of Mississauga. The return would be in the 15 to 2%. Uh, that would be the cost, and it would be a partnership that would be paid back over time. Uh, well, you certainly, um, you know, I mean, you were Secretary of State responsible for several key corporations. I mean, they included CMHC, Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, Canada Post, Canada Lands, the Royal Canadian Mint, and the Old Port of Montreal. I mean, you know, with their financial statements and their mm -hmm. budgeting and ways that they actually, you know, can access and use their funding, gave you a very open view of how to deal with, maybe with funding in a more sensible way. Well, I, I think you're absolutely right, and that, that kind of experience is, uh, I think, very important going into the post-Hazel McCallion years in Mississauga. We have to look for new creative ways of, uh, of generating the revenue and the funding that's available for us to do these projects. You know, on another area, we have a shortfall of about, I'm told, $80 million a year in our infrastructure. And what the infrastructure is, is the, the pipes in the ground, the sewer, the water, the roads... Uh, the uh, many of the buildings that are, are getting old and need repair. If you've got a leaky roof, you better fix it or you're going to create more damage. So we need to have a 20-year plan looking mm -hmm. forward, and that's what I intend to bring. Whether I'm there 20 years or not doesn't matter. The plan will be there, and it will be a plan that will show how we can affect the repairs and the upgrades that are necessary over the span of 20 years. Uh, it'll, it, and we've got to find ways of funding that outside of the property tax. There will be some reserves available within the city coffers. You know, the city has been managed very well financially. And as I said earlier, my family, through my efforts and my wife, have been very much engaged in city affairs for the last, uh, the, the last 40 years, really. And uh, the city's in good shape. But we have to do some things. We have some new challenges. Building transit is one of them. Fixing our infrastructure is another one. And finding the dollars when all the greenfield development is finished, 
you know, Meadowvale, Aaron Mills, Mississauga Valleys are all pretty much complete. We're now looking at infill projects, which, of course, Mm -hmm. creates anxiety among citizens who happen to live around wherever that project is. We're looking at growing up instead of out in the city core on Eglinton Avenue and some of our major arterials. Uh, So there's still going to be some revenue that can go into reserves to pay for some of this, but it's got to be over a longer period of time and not coming out. People are concerned. They're concerned about jobs. They're concerned about jobs for their kids, for their grandkids. They're concerned about their taxes. They don't want them to go up. Mm -hmm. I have pledged that taxes will be held within inflation, um, and that is my commitment. I've put that out as my first uh, part of my platform. We're going to do a core services review uh, to determine what, what is the city doing that it should be doing and is it doing anything it shouldn't be doing uh, and, and see if we need to make any changes as we go forward. Absolutely. And we're going to touch a little bit on the property side, Steve, because, sure. you know, when you do talk development, I mean, that goes right back to the brownfield properties, uh, the cleanup, which is a right. huge necessity. So it, it benefits uh, the municipalities, it benefits the province, and certainly, you know, any of the taxpayers out there, without a doubt, keeping everything more environmentally safe. We're speaking with Steve Mahoney. He's a candidate for the mayoral election of the city of Mississauga, and you're listening to Linda Pinazzato at the Hayes FM right here in Mississauga. So please hang tight and we will be right back. Linda Pinazzato, she's not your typical realtor. She's your real estate counselor, teacher, and advisor. Whether it's a house, townhome, or condo, when you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373, or visit her at lindapinizzato.com. Hello there, you're listening to Linda Pinizzato at the Hayes FM here in Mississauga. You know, today has been just a fascinating time of learning so much of what's going on out there. And that's what the condo expert is all about. I'll hit so many different issues. You'll notice them on iTunes and on podcast. Reporting here from the Hayes FM. You have been listening to Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert. Now, also remember, register yourself. If you're a condo owner or a condo buyer, register at www.coaontario.com. And also, if you've got questions, whether they're real estate related or condominium or property values, this and that, you know, I wouldn't have the uh, information I have had I not had the experience that I've received, and I certainly wouldn't have been able to start the Condo Owners Association without having this kind of a background. So contact me at Linda Pinizzato, P-I-N-I-Z-Z-O-T-T-O at C-O-A-Ontario.com or Linda at LindaPinizzato.com. Until the next time, have a fantastic day, and thank you so much for tuning in. Oh. My computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, uh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com